Hi there, I'm Ricky Dick, and I'm here to tell you about a great place for you to get some new products that'll make you feel A-OK. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash audio roulette official to get your official audio roulette merch. We have masks, we have stickers, we have phone cases, we have fanny packs, and we have a redacted t-shirt. Feel free to go and get it. Tag at the real Michael Riccardi and at John Travis Abel on Instagram or at JTableOfficial on Twitter, at Real Michael Rick on Twitter, and you may be uh, shown on their story or have an entire post dedicated to. Check that out and check out Audio Roulette on iTunes, Google, Pandora, Amazon, Google, Podbeam, and Spotify at Audio Roulette. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Audio Roulette Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where you can listen to two teenage boys rate two EPs in the exact same podcast. I know, it's very interesting. Anyway, uh, for the first time in... What is this, episode 17? 18? So, like 16 weeks or something, uh, I am doing the podcast all alone. And uh, that is because I've been wanting to do a review uh, by myself, you know, go back to the uh, old school ways of where, you know, I reviewed nicotine and iridescence and stuff, except now I got a little bit more skill under my belt. So coming in and the release I'm actually wanting to review is the latest one by Black Bear called Everything Means Nothing. Um I've been a huge fan of Black Bear. It, it, since episode one, I've said that Black Bear has... I've been listening to Black Bear since 2015 when he collabed on the first song off of Mind Games by Palisades called Player Haters Ball, which was crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. And to see where he is at now is wild. And so I've been following him along. Uh, actually, I completely forgot that he was releasing music until about 2008. 18 and by that point I had heard him in other stuff but I hadn't listened to his main stuff and it wasn't until I heard uh, picturesque cover his song Do Re Mi that I was like oh I should probably go and listen to his stuff Um, so this was the first full length project I've listened to by Black Bear while I've been listening to you know the singles that come out from it which, of course, you know, lead-up singles was like uh, Hot Girl Bummer. Yeah, Hot Girl Bummer was the uh, first single and first track on the album uh, that released last summer. It was crazy. It was awesome. I loved it to death. Uh, then <laughs> then you had uh, Me and Your Ghost, which is just a complete vibe that messes me up hardcore. And then... Queen of Broken Hearts, which I don't care who you are, you could be the most masculine straight man ever, or you could be the gayest homosexual ever. You feel sparkly <laughs> while listening to that song. I'm doing hand motions. I'm going full on like I'm the Queen of Broken Hearts, and I've got my hand like you know up and doing the handbag look. I'm I go <laughs> I go all in with that song. And uh, that was what kind of had me going, all right, I'm going to keep an eye out because I actually want to listen to this full project. And uh, it released Friday, and I didn't listen to it 
I forgot that it released until Saturday, which was yesterday. And I went and listened to it, and ooh, it, it had me hooked because I went and queued the uh, featured songs first. Um, Clown with Trevor Daniel, which I just want to say is wild, considering the fact that Trevor Daniel got huge off of Falling, and Black Bear remixed it and put a verse on. It's like, damn, that's really cool. And then to turn around and have it where Black Bear now has Trevor Daniel featuring on his, it's amazing. I love it. And then uh, If I Were You featuring Love, which, again, I love. I love love. So it was crazy to listen to it. And it's actually, it actually may be my favorite song on the album, um, which I'll get into entirely. But as was per usual in the olden days before I had people that made me seem funnier, I'm going to go and give you guys the brief history on Black Bear kind of more condensed because I'm not going to go through, you know, every single release he's ever done and then blah, 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 blah. And, uh, huh? I just found out that, hang on, no way. There's no way that there was a, yeah, he hadn't released, this wasn't a two-part album, he lied. Oh. oh, okay, so he just released them as a full thing. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't do my research before I came in here. Um, Black Bear started, and I closed Wikipedia. Black Bear, which is also known as, who is also known as Matthew Tyler Musto, who goes under Black Bear, was born November November. 27th 1990 um he's 29 that's wild to think of um he's been doing this since about 2006 when he was in high school and he had a band called polaroid and uh so after that he began working on a solo career after moving out to atlanta to work with neo which is kind of crazy because during this period neo was fucking massive with it um he put out his first EP in 2008 called Brightness, and then he had like a kind of trilogy of it. So it was Brightness, Contrast, and Exposure. I, I see where you're going with it, Black Bear. I see. Um, he then also worked with... So apparently he's not new to the scene working with people because he also put out a Christmas song with Tyler Carter in 2009, who was also a member of What Was Me at the time, which if y'all haven't found out, go and listen to like episode five or six, the What Was Me, I Have Issues in Metalcore History. That still hasn't gotten all the love that I feel it deserves. Because I did a lot of research for that. It was crazy. But so, worked on that and then released a single called Douchebag. And then in July 2011, he released his Year of the Black Bear EP. Which then had him deciding he was going to go under that uh, pseudonym. And rolled with it. He also co-wrote Justin Bieber's Boyfriend. Which is crazy because... I loved that song when Justin Bieber made it. And then Issues, Tyler Carter's second band, After He Left What Was Me, uh, covered it. So technically, it's crazy the connections. I I love this. I just, I love this so much. Uh, He then decided to be intent on being an R&B singer. So he released an EP titled Foreplay on 420-2012. 
and then sex on 10-31-2012. Um, early. It's, it's crazy. Oh, he also became one of the first in 2014, the first independent artist to monetize streaming on SoundCloud. All right. Uh, then after that, he proceeded to release, you know, full-length albums like Dead Roses and uh, Help. And uh, he also released Drink Bleach, Cashmere News, and Mansions in 2016. Uh, Digital Drug Lord and Cybersex, 2017 to 2018. Anonymous in 2019. And then Everything Means Nothing Today. While doing a slew of features, including 2015's Player Haters Ball with Palisades. Um uh my ex's best friend with MGK that was just like a week and a half ago I think um Short King's Anthem with Tiny Meat Gang uh last summer and a couple other ones I'm trying to think of the other ones he's been on let's see uh appears on oh he was on Quinn 92 yeah I think Quinn 92, uh, The Score, All Time Low, holy shit, Billie Eilish, damn, oh, the one that really had me, you know, remembering him, uh, he was featured on Talk is Overrated off of Idol by Jeremy Zucker in 2017, which that song is fucking slap happy, I would, if you want vibey, makes you want to cry, um, yeah, I'd go. I go listen to that. It's very much. It's very much worth listening to, but that's not what we came here. Y'all came here to listen to me review an album, and that is everything means nothing. Now, going into this one, I had seen advertisements on Instagram for it, and uh, it always caught me because I'm very I have synesthesia, so very much I like color, and looking at a lot of color with listening to music, it's like okay. I like that. That matches. And I feel like he has the same thing because Queen of Broken Hearts is very much that lighter blue kind of color for me. And so I saw him advertising, you know, Queen of Broken Hearts is coming out, blah, blah, blah. Queen of Broken Hearts is coming out, blah, blah, blah. Queen of Broken Hearts is out now. And it actually, <laughs> the chorus, the part where it goes, I'm the queen of broken hearts, break you in a thousand parts. That kept rolling in my head. I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to listen to it. And uh, it was wild because I loved it. <laughs> I actually really loved it. And so I uh, queued that up, and then I was like, oh, Hot Girl Bummer, I need to listen to that again. And then Me and Your Ghost, and those were basically the tracks I listened to on repeat, especially after No Pressure. I was listening to Perfect and Every Day and then going straight into Me and Your Ghost and Queen of Broken Hearts. So I was already a little hyped for it leading up to it and I decided I was going to make that the project I was going to listen to and so come yesterday I was kind of in one of my little funky moods um, one where I don't really feel real and then do feel real but then everything just seems to be very depressing and removed but then feels very real and overwhelming and I just clicked Hot Girl Bummer the first song on the album took off shuffle play and listened to it through i listened to most of the album in the dq drive-through while getting food 
at night and it was a vibe. I loved it to death. And so I guess overall I'm going to say one that this is there's 12 songs on the album and it's a 12 out of 12 for me. I, I love that. I'm going to go from soaps kind of <laughs> point of view, despite the fact that I don't really do well with rating stuff like that. 12 out of 12 for me. I really like this album. This is one of my favorites that I've listened to, which is crazy because this year has kind of had albums that I've just fallen in love with. You know, Nicotine, Punk 2, Welcome Home, which I guess was last year. Um, now Everything Means Nothing. And then a slew of other ones like uh, No Pressure, stuff like that. So I guess, first off, Hot Girl Bummer, perfect summer track. Like, you listen to it and... You just love it immediately. You want to drive fast down the highway at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The heat is unbearable, but you driving with the windows down and you're screaming out the words. And it's <laughs> it's perfect. It's, it's a perfect song. And especially the part where he has like this, and you want me to change? Fuck! you and just fuck you and you and you it's just catchy and it's super easy his the way that he sings is so easy to sing along with because he doesn't sing in this he has a flair to it so it sounds different but it's not too high pitched it's not too low it's you know perfect medium area for it it's kind of like mgk where you can sing along perfectly with it, but you can't replicate their voice. And that's what makes Hot Girl Bummer one of the perfect drive-along songs because it's just a feel-good, you know, feel-good summer track that you want to drive with the windows down. It doesn't matter. You can sing along with it. No matter if you suck at singing or not, it's perfect to sing along with. Me and Your Ghost is a perfect perfect track where he's kind of blending this acoustic vibey atmospherical synth blend with it and I love it because it really captures an emotion from it uh, it says uh, what is it damn it I can't remember the chorus for some reason as soon as I get into these things I can't I have Queen of Broken Hearts playing in my head for God's sake so I can't remember but it's really good explaining kind of like how, you know, you can't move on from this person. Like everywhere you look, something reminds you of them, which is something that during quarantine, I've really been having to deal with. I've been having to look at my failed relationships and really work through them, even if I thought I was over them. Like I just fully moved on from a relationship I had in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> that's what quarantine will do for you and so having this song kind of made me feel like I wasn't entirely alone that you know I was thinking of this person I'm thinking of these people and it's hard to not remember them and it was nice to feel like I wasn't so alone in that which is what me and your ghost did perfectly Queen of Broken Hearts is I awesome because it's kind of you stepping into the shoes of this woman or this girl, or whatever. And she doesn't care about breaking hearts or whatever. She'll just leave you alone. And it's like he stepped into her body and was like, okay, uh, this is how I feel that, or how I think she's thinking of this. Which is wild. It's really cool. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed 
having a different perspective on a girl who breaks your heart and then you're kind of stepping into her shoes and like, you know, piecing together all the patterns that you should have seen in the past. Just prepare for it. I feel bad. I, I like this song. I didn't really listen to the lyrics very much because the beat kind of had me, you know, caught off guard. Cause I've listened to this like probably half a dozen times already. And I just really like that one. It's really upbeat. It's really kind of bouncy. It's got like a bass. Gets to me. Uh, Now we're starting to get into a lot more of these emotional songs that had me just feeling out of body. And that is I Feel Too Much. Uh, Not T-O-O. It's the number two. You know, not to be confused with proper grammar or anything. I Feel Too Much is perfect. Because it's you being unable to shut off that emotion, which is something I've always struggled with, to be able to shut off the pain, the the anger, the self-hatred, the love, the lust, everything. It's kind of going into that. And it has a line that I so badly want to add to my tattoo that says lying bo- uh lying by omission is still f- is worse than fucking lying and i felt that hardcore <laughs> because it's those little things that'll make you feel and it also ties or maybe that was in i felt that cuz i feel too much and then i felt that and i felt that is talking about a girl who keeps lying you know keeps telling you what you want to hear but then won't stick to it which again i felt And so you have these two contrasting ones where it's like, I feel too much. And you can almost tell that the backstory behind, I felt that is, I feel too much that he wishes that he hadn't felt so much about this girl, about this person. And then I felt that was him realizing that he was allowing himself to be lied to. And that, you know, lying by omission is worse than fucking lying because you're lying to me constantly but I'm allowing you to because I feel too much uh, the next one is sobbing in Cabo again just a really good vibing one it gets you emotional I- I'm really uh, an atmosphere kind of guy like I have to buy specific light bulbs for my room that are like kind of a warm glow look because it gives you a hygge which is a Swedish term for warmth for home and it's that feeling that you get. So I have to buy specific lights or else I don't feel comfortable. Because there's one time where I bought just fucking white lights. And <laughs> I felt like I was sleeping in a fucking hospital. It was awful. And I don't leave them on when I sleep at night. But I can't go to sleep when the last thing I'm seeing looks like I'm about to see God. And I'm like reaching my hand out going, take me from here, oh father. It's awful. <laughs> so Sabi and Cabo just had that feeling. It just kind of enveloped me. In this cocoon of emotion. I really liked it. Plus, I just like saying sobbing in Cabo. Just, it's really cool to say. Then, we're on to Clown with Trevor Daniel. I love this one. It's literally, ta- one of the chorus is, let's paint our faces like a clown. And I can't remember the full chorus because, again, Queen of Broken Hearts has taken over everything. But it's talking about pretending that something is real. That 
at this point in time, you're saying you're in love and you're saying you want that. But at the end of the day, you're just lying to yourselves that you're being a fool, which is what the whole clown emoji thing is, which was a meme. And then it kind of became a real thing, whatever. That's what it's about, which I've ever, I've never really liked listening to songs that, you know, used, uh, culture. Uh, I like songs that are self-aware, but also not too much. So I'm not a huge fan of people that are like, keep it hunted. Uh, no cap. Uh, yeah. Hit with the skirt. Uh, good. Hold this L. Why carry this W? Hey, yo, pick that crown up, King. You're looking like a clown. That's a freestyle y'all can take for free. I've never liked that, but this one, Black Bear has a way of blending that in. Like, he has one where he's like, you know, talks about the hype beast. He's like, oh, let's take pictures like the hype beast now. And, you know, basically denouncing their entire relationship as just being one to get clout and likes, which I like. That's the self-awareness I want to see, not no cap. No cap. You capping on me. Uh, you looking like a clown. Hold the cell. Pick up the W now. I don't like that. And then it goes into Half Alive. And it's, <laughs> it's once again going into... This time it's about the places. Like he's going to a bar that this girl was at. He's going to this restaurant that they always went to. He's going downtown and seeing the same places that they used to laugh and joke about. And he's saying how now he feels half alive. That he can't go into these places with the same joy. That he can't even look at them with the same feeling. And it makes him feel like he's just a dead man walking with it. Oh. I turned on a song, my bad. And I like that. Because once again, it kind of encapsulated, you know, what that feeling is. It didn't make me feel so alone. That, you know, I struggle with, you know, doing the same things. That I'm fearful of it. You know? That I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know how to move on from somebody who's such a big part of your life. How I'm supposed to move on from somebody that was such a big part of my life. And it leaves you feeling like you're half alive. And he really captured that perfectly with the aptly named Half Alive. Next one is my favorite song on the entire album. And it's If I Were You with Love. And the chorus, I can tell you right now, it goes, If I were you and you were me. I would say goodbye, turn around and leave. I would do it all so differently if I were you and you were me. Uh, I probably fucked up the melody. But it's talking about reversing everything, you know, like kind of thinking you're the biggest piece of shit. So like Black Bear's side, he's thinking I'm a piece of shit. And if I were you, I would look at me and just go fuck off. And would run the complete other way. Slam the door in the face. Which is something I relate to. Which is something that I did a lot in my last relationship. I told her that a lot. That I don't know why you're with me. Look at all these bad things. Which is 
not good. You know, a lot of that stuff, there were issues that was right, but a lot of it wasn't issues on my part. And I wish I had seen that instead of beating myself down with it. Like I had this horrible trait where I would listen to a song and it's talking about, you know, uh, you should just leave because you don't care about me, all this stuff. And I'd be like, this is how she feels about me, which is a bad trait, bad trait to have. Uh, and if you find yourself doing that, think about it for a little bit, you know, and kind of really think about what you're saying because you can't put yourself in their shoes. But Black Bear's saying the same thing. He's going, if I were you and you were me, I would look at you and just turn around and leave. That's what I would do. And then love kind of hits it from a different angle. Where, at least from my perspective, he hits it from a different angle. Where he's like, if I were you, I wouldn't be such a piece of shit towards me. (laughs) You know? I wouldn't be doing this to you. If you were me and I were you, I would not be doing this. I would not be leading you on. I would not be causing you pain. And it's cool. It was a cool thing to get that different dynamic of it. That you get Black Bear who's like, fucking leave. I'm an awful person. I would have walked out. And to have Love be like, why are you such a dick? Why are you doing this to me? I didn't do anything to you. And I like that. I like that change. And that's why it's one of my favorite songs because it just hit hard. It hit multiple different perspectives. Because, like, in my old relationships, I do the same thing where I I did say you should leave if you're with me. But then on the flip side, now looking back, it's like, you know, I should have been telling them that. If I were you, I wouldn't be doing this. And I like that. I like somebody being able to put that down. Story. Then we get into the two kind of acoustic tracks of the album. And I love them. Love them to death. The first one is Wire Girls. It's kind of... Self-explanatory, you know, why are girls hot, why are girls cold, why are girls sweet, why are girls mean, stuff like that. And there's not much else to say about that except, you know, dude, I feel (laughs) you. It feels like girls are just mean, but then at the same time, they're very sweet. And, uh, you know, it's hard to not just put that blanket statement over, which I think is cool that he's talking about that. But it's actually Smile Again. Smile Again's the song that gets to me. And it's a journey, it's a song about his journey trying to smile again. You know, looking at the heartbreak, looking back on the things he's done in life, looking at, you know, these past relationships and these girls that he was with that have caused him pain, that he's hurt, that they've hurt him. And looking at that, and looking at his anger that he has and this depression and this anxiety and this isolation and deciding I want to smile again. And he kind of walks through where he's like, I'll be able to smile again if this. And it's kind of cool to look at the steps that you can tell he's taking to get to that point. And I think it's a really great closing track because the last word of the album, and it literally ends the album because you don't realize that the album repeats at this point is him saying I can't wait to smile again and then that ends the album and it's the perfect way to end something called everything means nothing and it's a cool take on it because you know you can look at it and these people who have everything 
and you know they got the fake smiles they've got the money they got the cars they've got the you know trips and all the stuff and i think it's kind of what he's talking about too where you know he's platinum selling he's like at the top of the world now and he has everything he could have wanted but having all that doesn't fix what's inside so truly everything means nothing because that doesn't fix you inside and I really enjoyed the album for that reason like I listened to it in the shower listened to it late at night I listened to it in the car listened to it while brushing my teeth listened to it while taking a shit which is dedication I like watching YouTube on the shitter and I listened to an album (laughs) Which I don't know if it just says how fucked up I was that I chose to do that or what. But I thought it was really cool. It was a really good album. And it's definitely one of my all-time favorites now. Because of the deep meaning in most of it. You know, there's some that's just kind of dumb. You know, like he talks about, you know, I'm hella high. Or I'm hella drunk. Or whatever. But it always ends up coming back to the deep part of it. And I really enjoyed that. Another thing I really enjoyed, um, I saw something from uh, State of the Scene podcast. I follow them on Twitter. I haven't yet listened to their podcast, but their Twitter is fucking amusing. So I'd go and listen, uh, go and follow them. Uh, they don't know me, so it's not like there's anything big. <laughs> um, but they had one where they're like, Let, "Let's just get this straight." So Black Bear's the new face of emo. MGK is now carrying the pop punk title, and damn I can't remember what the other one said but those two really got me and I was like yeah that sounds about right and it really is true because Black Bear is now you know he did a lot of synth R&B rap kind of stuff which is really cool like uh, Wanderlust off of his Cashmere Noose EP um, amazing he's got that kind of rapping style blended with the singing or whatever you know before even Juice World was starting to do that before Little Peep was starting to do that you know he was at the forefront of that it's cool to listen to now and like see um, stuff on his story and posts on Instagram and stuff where he's like playing the guitar and you can hear the guitar in. Yeah, it's processed, heavily processed in some places. But like if I were you, the bass isn't 808s. It's an actual bass guitar. And he's blending in these real instruments, which is giving it a totally different level of it. Because, yeah, you can make some fucking sick amazing atmosphere with nothing but electronic music. But when you add in a guitar, uh, like a little tiny lead on an electric guitar or something small on acoustic, or you're just strumming chords on acoustic and you put that in, it's going to add a whole different layer because it's going to become a little bit more raw and it's going to hit a little bit different on, uh, you know, the dopamine it's going to hit your nerves a little different it's going to hit your eardrums and have it go everything i really enjoyed that and i thought it was cool that he's kind of blending in and incorporating these different elements into his music and his writing is really improving he has a way of saying everything so matter of fact almost like you're having a conversation but then at the same time you try to write the same thing and it just isn't going to work it's kind of the same thing going on with john bellion where he's just matter of fact you know blunt straightforward like on all time low where he's like, you're the reason I'm alone and masturbate. It's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> we're kind of sitting there going, what did he just say? Did, did he just masturbate? You can't say that. They're not supposed to know we do that. But he says it. And like that inspired my writing a ton because I wanted to be more straightforward with it. But then Black Bear also has this more conversational tone that's inspired me as well. Not that I'm going to ever beat either of them, but it's just they have this different way of writing that, you know, where people are trying to have wordplay and stuff. He can do that, but he also keeps it real in the sense where he's self-aware of like the year, the generation he's in, the language of the time. And that's why I think he's really good at being at the forefront of this whole emo shit, which I think is why all time low got him. MGK is getting working on more stuff with him because you uh black bear also worked with him on lace up his album back from 2016 14 15, something like that i can't remember but he's doing something that i'm glad is kind of bringing it's kind of like what i talked about um when we were reviewing the legends never die album by juice world I like how EDM artists are collabing with, you know, metalcore bands and stuff and doing a bit more. And it's kind of bringing life to that. It's bringing to the radio that little bit that was missing from it. Because for a while there, pop songs were really good. I listened to pop. I grew up on pop. But I also grew up on rock and punk and hardcore and alternative and coffee house and all this stuff. And, you know, pop back in the early 2000s was different than it was during, you know, last five years where it was more EDM driven and everything. And now it's kind of getting back into that roots, real instrumentals, which is what I think is going to bring pop into a different level. I mean, Lob's already been doing it with his bedroom pop and stuff. Um, Black Bear's been doing that with a lot of his stuff. Uh, MGK is kind of bringing it back. Let you go on his, what is it, Thorns album? Uh, the one he did before he went uh, El Loco. Uh, let me see. Oh, I should have listened to Tickets to My Downfall. Oh, it hasn't released yet. Never mind. I lied. Uh, Bloom. Uh, he did one that was kind of that, you know, pop rock rap stuff alternative blend which worked really well and i wanted to see more of that and it's kind of getting back into that era where people are fed up with listening to heavily processed stuff and they're wanting more i guess experimental kind of stuff like punk 2 and aries's welcome home and nicotine by trevor daniel we're kind of seeing this trend that i'm really excited for really really excited for and I think it's cool that I get to be here to witness it. And I get to tell you all about it to, you know, get on your ass and be like, fucking listen to this. Because it's 12 songs. It's 12 songs. Everything means nothing is 12 songs. And it's so worth it. It's so fucking worth it. Because there's something on there for everybody. You want just a feel-good song? Hot Girl Bummer. Queen of Broken Hearts. You know, you want songs that are going to make you feel a lot? I feel too much. If I were you. You want something that's just kind of going to, you know, kind of vibe out or whatever? Me and your ghost. Uh, I feel bad. That's what you're going to get. There's something on there for everybody, and I'm really excited 
to see what he does next. Because my ex's best friend was amazing. And I, I want to hear more stuff like that. And I feel like Black Bear, he's already teased that he's already working on new stuff. So it's only a matter of time. But yeah. Go listen to Everything Means Nothing by Black Bear. I know this is a little shorter, but I didn't really plan past doing the review. Um, I guess I could do a little bit of cleanup. Cleanup, house cleaning, whatever. Noel says it on Tiny Meat Gang, and I don't. That just popped into my head. Um, Audio Roulette merch is actually going to be announced tomorrow. Uh, like I'm actually going to show stuff from it. Uh, I just got to get the T-shirt finished. Um, but we're looking on. We're looking at that, and I'm really excited. And uh, this episode will be up tomorrow, which you guys are already listening to it. Uh, new music from me. Um, we're at 909 streams of Burning, my album, which means uh, it's going to change. Uh, not change. Once we get to 1,000, I'm going to drop a brand new song called Deviant. That I've already teased on my story. Uh, and you can check it on my profile if you want the teaser. I teased a little bit of the artwork, teased a little sample of the song. It's well worth it. It's the most experimental thing I've ever done, and I'm really excited for it. So go and listen to that. Uh, go listen to Burning and Merch. Uh, I have to up the prices of the shirts a little bit. So the shirts are going to be about, about 25 a piece instead of 20 um but you can get a bundle for like 30 bucks now 30 35 depends on it shipping will apply but uh, i've already got a lot of orders i'm about to put in another order for shirts and uh i should uh in the next couple days have a pretty big announcement i'm excited so make it a lot easier for y'all to order everything and i'm sending everything out with stickers and stuff and i also have a commercial that you can find on youtube um so go and check that out uh Everything can be found at my link tree in my bio on Instagram. Uh, go follow me on Instagram at the real Michael Riccardi. Follow me on Twitter. I'm actually starting to enjoy it more because uh, I'm not following so much serious shit, or I'm actually following stuff that isn't that serious. Uh, so I'm gonna be using that a bit more at uh, real Michael Rick on Twitter, TikTok at the real Michael Riccardi, um, and. You know, stream music, uh, Michael Riccardi on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, anywhere else. You can also get Audio Roulette on iTunes, Google, Amazon, TuneIn, Podbean, all that. Just search Audio Roulette. So uh, anyway, that's going to be the end of the episode here. Um, thank you guys so much for all the support. Next week, I promise you. Uh, you'll have Jables and Spoon and you'll have much more fun time than this one but I really wanted to show some love for Everything Means Nothing and uh, talk about it um, oh last thing I'm going to be doing some more streaming on Twitch uh, Valorant, Minecraft Fall Guy stuff like that uh, and going to be posting clips or like highlight reels or whatever to my YouTube so twitch.tv slash wolfie sharfang youtube.com slash wolfie sharfang y'all will find me so 
anyway, y'all stay safe. Uh, be careful out there. And the next time we talk, I shall be 19. So I will see y'all next week.